If you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know that I do have a merch store or two, and I don't generally push my merch because I don't feel comfortable hitting you guys up for money. But if you're listening to me on anything resembling a regular basis, you probably laugh at the same things I do. You probably think a lot of the same things I do. So why don't you go check out HorribleDesigns.com. They have assorted merchandise with funny comments on it, funny t-shirts, funny mouse pads, funny coffee cups, and then some stuff that maybe not necessarily so funny, but is definitely relevant, whether it's a social opinion, an economic opinion, a stance on you know things like veganism or whether or not you need essential oils in your life. So yeah, anyway, that's my little plug. I have some of their shirts. They're comfortable. They're cool. I like them. HorribleDesigns.com. Go check it out. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, I wanted to apologize for the delay in this episode coming out. Over the weekend when I would normally be recording, I had a bunch of other stuff going on and really uh, just wasn't feeling up to the uh, task of putting together an episode that I would feel comfortable putting out. I just didn't feel like the quality would be there. And then Monday came along and I had the option of rushing and trying to throw something together and put it out or spending the day with my wife. And it was her birthday, so uh, being a semi-decent husband, you can obviously tell which choice I made. So I do apologize for the delay. Um, Usually I try and give you guys a heads up if there's going to be something happening with the episode or come up with some sort of filler idea or something. And once upon a time, I did have a whole bunch of stuff in the can just in case things like this happen, but... As the show got more topical and more related to current events, it got harder and harder to keep that kind of backlog of stuff. But I am going to work on getting a backlog of sort of random non-topical episodes to have stuff for filler. So anyway, with that out of the way, uh, we're going to go through the usual. Uh, I want to thank the supporters of the show. We got Josh, Jake, B-Word, and the Iceman on Patreon, and Jason and Miss Aaron through Buy Me a Coffee. If you want to help support the show, every little nickel helps. Uh, But yeah, that's pretty much all the big I'm going to do for that, because frankly, (laughs) it's more just you being generous at this point. Um, My, you know, New Year, New Me bullshit will consist of trying to be more consistent with the uh, supporter-exclusive stuff. I, I promise I'm uh, things are starting to slow down. I'm going to try and get better about being better. So anyway, on to the point. Um, the show, as I had it roughly outlined today, kind of touches on something I talked about before. 
a little while back, about a year, year and a half ago, um, I didn't pull up the exact information, but I've touched on this before, but now I have specific things in a, in a related matter to talk about. Now, for those of you who may be unaware, you know, more power to you for not knowing about this shit, because the fact that I know about it doesn't make me feel any better. But there's this guy out there. His name's Andrew Tate. Now, this guy is a former MMA fighter who has a social media influencer kind of presence. He's got a shit ton of money that he probably really shouldn't have because he's kind of a piece of shit. And part of his whole shtick is this, like... I'm an alpha male, you know, follow me, I'll teach you how to be a real man, and all this other horse shit. And he is more or less a kind of a just a, a, a douchebag. I don't know how else to put it. He's one of those, you know, look at all my cars, look at all the bitches I've got, blah, 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 blah. First off, I mean, I've talked about how I have issues with toxic masculinity because I hate the way that term is used in our current society. Because not all masculinity is toxic. Real masculinity is not a toxic trait. Real masculinity is something that we are sorely lacking nowadays. One of the problems I think our culture faces, particularly in America, I mean, it's not just an American phenomenon, but it is more prevalent here than it is a lot of places, is a lack of strong masculine role models in today's society. Because in our culture, in our society, men are consistently told that Everything that is wrong with their world is the fault of their gender, the fault of people like them, the fault of people who want to be manly, who want to be masculine. And so young men are losing masculine, positive, positive masculine role models, and it's creating identity crises. It's causing problems. It's causing a lot of this like gender identity political bullshit that is being used to manipulate young people because... Through the elimination of positive masculine role models, they create these people without a proper identity, without a proper concept, without a proper sense of self, because they don't have anything to base it off of. And regardless of what people try and say to try and push the shit away, it, it does have an impact. It does matter. Without a proper identity, without a proper sense of self, without a proper sense of what you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to be aiming for, you're just, you know, like a rudder, rudderless ship. You've got no guidance. You've got nobody steering you. And guys like fucking Andrew Tate and, you know, like Logan Paul and all these other like ultra, you know, super testosterone dude bro motherfuckers that like, oh, I'm going to show you how to be a really man, dirty, manly, manly man. They are a direct consequence of removing actual positive masculine role models from society because all these idealists, confused, lost little boys that never learned how to be real men have to look for something and they've got these you know quasi successful or in, in the, the case of these two particular douchebags very successful they've been fiscally very successful by being these ultra like oh, I'm an alpha and all you learn to be like me you can be an alpha too da, 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 da. and I just they have so many traits and personality things that I have such an issue with and the only reason they are any kind of successful is because We've removed normal masculinity from the table. We have, as a society, we have actively tried to neutralize the concept of being masculine, of being manly, and that's not a natural state. I mean, say what you will about gender identity, gender politics, all that other bullshit. I think gender politics are a bullshit construct, and the fact that they exist at all is just fucking stupid. People are people. 
you, what your plumbing is like doesn't fucking matter to who you are and your quality and content of character, and it never should have. How you want to portray yourself, how you want to carry yourself, all those things, it shouldn't be a bad thing to have traditionally masculine traits or behaviors. The problem is the people who realize that but don't understand how to get there, that's how you get these fucking clowns because it's overcompensation. It's instead of having a positive male role model and influence, which is destructive to the family unit, which is destructive to society, and we're seeing the effects of after effects of that now. But the point being, you get all these people, well, you don't need a man for this and all this other stupid horseshit that makes people think just an average guy is not something to be. It's not something to be aimed for. It's not a goal for life. It's, you know, being a guy who handles his business, takes care of his family, supports his supports himself, supports the people he cares about, and just generally handles his shit is no longer lauded. It's no longer treated as a good thing. So you get this knee-jerk overreaction back in the complete opposite direction where instead of just being a decent human being, you got these guys who think, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to show you how to be an alpha male. I'm going to show you how to be a manly man. And they go way, way, way too far in the opposite fucking direction. They go from be it's, it's, there's no middle road where much like pretty much every other issue I, I complain about over the course of this show, extremism in any facet doesn't fucking work. These like ultra extreme, I mean, the, there was a time where guys like this fucking clown would have been regulated to the sideshow. They would have been mocked for all the shit he's trying to, you know, the thing, the things that have made him famous and gotten him followers. You know, you're you're a fairly successful MMA fighter. Great. That doesn't make you an expert on how to be a, a man. That doesn't make you an expert on being a decent human being. That makes you good at getting punched and punching other people, which is a useful talent to have. It's a useful skill to hone to a certain degree. Is it common or practical in everyday life? Not in our culture, not in our society, because we're not fighting to survive every fucking day. It's a very specialized and very individual thing that does not qualify you to speak on what makes a man a man. It qualifies you to speak on how to take a headshot and stay conscious long enough to knock the other fucker out. That's it. So when you get these douchebags trying to sell themselves as gurus, I mean, I totally understand why so many people look at that and just go, ugh. And to the guy's credit for being a douchebag, he has a douchebag survival tendencies. He has very much so coached the entire narrative saying that people are going to come for him and he's trying to coach it as, oh, it's because I'm trying to, you know, push manliness and da 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 I'm trying to, you know, reestablish the alpha male. No, it's because you're a fucking douchebag. You're an arrogant fucking douchebag. You're not unveiling any secrets. You're not exposing some cabal. That's not why people are coming after you. You're a douchebag. That's the, the long and the short of it. And this guy, so if you don't know who he is or what's been going on with him, he and his brother have uh, been brought up on some suspicion of uh, sex trafficking or something in uh, whatever country. It, I, I should have this information in front of me, but I don't. Um, anyway, point being, him and his brother get brought up and brought in for questioning in relation to some sex tra trafficking stuff. There has been videos of him coming out where he's like spanking some broad with a belt and, you know, talking about this is how you got to treat your hose and all this other shit. First off... Regardless of how you feel about current state of masculinity or any of this other shit or our society fucking over the general man, I'm a little more old school. I'm, you know, Gen X. I'm not cotton into a lot of this common shit that 
you know, fostered the millennial bullshit that fostered assholes like this guy. Like, here, let me show you how to be a man. This is how you got to control your hose. And I'm going to beat this bitch with the belt. No, you know, I don't kink shame. If you, if, if you two consenting adults are into, like, slapping each other around and role playing and whatever the fuck you're into that gets your jollies off, hey, good for you. If you find somebody that you feel safe enough to indulge in these habits or tendencies or proclivities with, good for you. Let your freak flag fly. Do you do you. One of the big things I want to say is stop fucking recording these things, people. If we have learned nothing at this point, nothing is safe. Even in the days of actual physical videotapes, shit still wound up leaking. Ask Pam and Tommy. They made a series about it. It's fucking ridiculous. So if you want to do kinky, weird, whatever shit, rock and roll. As long as you got a consenting partner to do it with who is an adult, you do you, boo-boo. I'm not going to judge you for it. But, so some footage comes out of him smacking some chick with a belt and all this other shit. And yeah, so maybe he's into rough sex. Or maybe he's genuinely a pimp. Maybe he's an asshole. Problem with it is, he, like I said, he's got that kind of canny, cagey survival instinct. Because the people who support him, the people who look at him and say he's, you know, trying to bring masculinity back or whatever other horse shit he's doing. And I'll get more into why I have a problem with his version of masculinity a little later. But this guy has structured a narrative that anybody who believes in him and a lot of the more conspiracy-minded tinfoil hat crowd are going to immediately latch onto that any kind of consequences for his bullshit, he is saying is, the organization, they refer to it as the Matrix. The Matrix is going to come for him. And he says there's, there's, a, there's a pattern. First, they'll try and silence you on social media. And that happened. And then he got his account back when Elon bought Twitter. And he was on there, and a little shortly thereafter, he is Romania, I believe it was. Uh, he where he was wanted for questioning, and he's arrogant fuckstick that he was. Fires off a tweet at Greta Thunberg, who I also think needs to just fucking go away. She's an irritating little troll, but he fires off a tweet at her, and the, there's a pizza box from a delivery place in Romania, and the Romanian police knew he was back in the country from the picture in that tweet, and. They went and picked his ass up. So, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You do dumb shit, you reap what you sow. And I have no sympathy for the fucking guy on that. I don't know how serious the charges were since apparently he was only being, he was only detained for like 45 fucking minutes. And then he was, I don't know if he had to sign like a promise not to leave the country or whatever, but he, he was on somebody's show two days later talking about it. So obviously it wasn't like they had some ironclad case against him. But this also feeds into the entire narrative he set up. So even if he is actually guilty of doing horrible shit, there's never there's going to be a, a percentage of the people that are his fans that are never going to question it, because he said, "Look, first they're going to come, they're going to silence you on social media, then they're going to they're going to try and arrest me for something, and then I'm going to die because that's what their plan. They silence you, they arrest you, they kill you, and now literally anything that happens to him feeds that narrative. And like I said, the guy's not." In that respect, in terms of his survival, it's not fucking stupid. He's doing things that way and coaching things where any consequences for his actions will validate that conspiracy to anybody who believes his shit. Now, that being said, and a lot of the people that are, you know want to support this asshole, they buy his courses, they you know back his little oh, how-to-be-a-man bullshit, they listen to his podcast, they whatever, whatever it is they do where they're somehow endorsing or following it, following into this fucker shit. 
it's not because he's particularly charming. It's not because he's particularly charismatic, because he's really not. The guy's a fucking douche. He's an arrogant assbag with very skewed ideas of masculinity that primarily hinge on the fact that, like I said, he's good at taking a shot to the head and staying coherent, or at least coherent enough to defend himself. Not out of any particular, you know, wisdom or acumen and any other real things. That is where he got established. That is how he built the following. And the bravado and the arrogance that goes along with the showmanship of professional fighting. And there's a degree of that to it. And he's just taking it larger. You know, I got all these cars. I've got all this money. I've got all these bitches. I've got all this, that. And then now I'm, I keep saying bitches and broads. I'm, this is the way he approaches things. That is not masculine to me. That's weak-minded. Now, now, granted, I have been known to refer to people as bitches, broads, and other things, but it's contextually not based on just because they have a set of fucking ovaries. It's got more, a lot more to do with demeanor, personality, and their general behavior, which is what warrants. I don't talk about random women that way. I don't talk about random men. I, I'm more prone to call a guy a bitch than a woman on any given day of the week. Because I'm older and the connotations are simply different to me. It's got nothing to do with gender and everything to do with personality. Uh, but I digress. So the thing about this is this guy has got this like ultra just alpha monkey bullshit definition of masculinity and people are flocking to it. And it's so not masculine because it's not like genuine, authentic masculinity. The kind of masculinity that guys my age and older grew up with and understood to be the thing was it was more about being responsible. And <laughs> I mean, a lot of us, like me personally, I am probably emotionally constipated and, you know, morally very gray. I've said it multiple times uh, throughout the course of this show. Uh, but I do, I do have a moral core. I do have ideals and beliefs and I'm willing to, I mean, beyond the physiological things, because I do believe that there is a issue with testosterone levels and things like that in our, in our society as well. And some of that may be at the feet of the various factory farm situations, you know, putting hormones into the, into the chickens and shit like that to try and get them bigger And that. That could, I mean, again, depending on what flavor of tinfoil hat you like, that, that's, you know, that could be a conspiracy. It could be factual. I'm not a biologist. I haven't done any research chemistry on these things. I can't tell you the impact of, you know, steroids in the chicken or whatever else. I do know that a lot of, I've noticed physiological changes across the generations. And at one point I was willing to chalk that up to just a matter of perspective because looking at people my own age as opposed to people that were younger than me and people that were older than me, but Going back and looking at documentation and pictures, and I guess the way people have been developing children into adults has been changing over the course of the last several decades. And it's not just a social construct. It's not, it, there are physiological differences happening at different points. And I think that does have a lot to do with the shit we are putting into our bodies on a regular basis. But I digress. That's not the whole point of this episode. The, I'm, I want to talk about this ridiculous pseudo masculinity bullshit that they're addressing. And Again, just to rehash my, what I think being genuinely a genuinely masculine individual is, it's nothing to be ashamed of, regardless of what you know media and culture is trying to push at this point. Genuine masculinity is a necessary thing in the world because it may not be the traditional touchy-feely, huggy kind of caring, but 
uh, true masculinity involves handling your responsibilities, taking care, being a nurturer and a provider and a protector for your family. And all the people who are trying to say, well, those are societal norms and those are gender roles. No, because if you look outside of structured society, outside of human populations, and you look in different, you know, binary subsections of different animals throughout the world, they have certain things are adapted to certain roles. Generally, it goes to physiological traits go along with certain aspects of the division of responsibilities. The bigger, the stronger are traditionally the providers, the smaller, uh, more nurturing ones who would have a more difficult time providing are the ones who take care of like raising the babies and things like that. And in different species, it it does actually diverge. In some cases, the females are bigger and stronger and handle the hunting and and providing and all that other shit. And in some cases, it's the males. It's but in our species and in, in human animals, because that's ultimately what we are. We may be more evolved. We may be farther along the thing, regardless of whether you you know believe in religion or science or none of the above. We're still a subset of animal, and traditionally, the men are the bigger, the stronger. The women are the more built to nurture and to take care of while the men go out and provide. Now, I'm not, that's not to say women can't provide for their families. I'm all for <laughs> empowering people to survive on their own merits. If a person wants to go out, a man, woman, child, other, I don't, I, I, and again, this is one of those things. I don't get hung up on that shit. You identify as whatever the fuck you want to identify as. Just, um, you know, as long as you show me the courtesy of not being a complete fucking twat about it. It's it's really not complicated. Be decent and don't fly off the handle because I'm not a fucking mind reader and don't know you use some fucking ridiculous pronoun and you identify as a fucking ostrich. I can't, I'm not a mind reader. I don't know that. But whatever. If it makes you happy and you're not going to be an ass wagon about it, go for broke. I don't give a fuck. But ultimately... The reason we get these fuckbags, like I said, is because there is no examples of solid, decent masculinity. Like, you know, when you have to get up and go out and work a job to provide for your family, when you're willing to sacrifice things to make sure you are doing the right thing necessarily as opposed to, I mean, not without getting too far into personal morals and things like that, you know, taking care of your responsibilities, handling the things you're supposed to handle, doing the things you're supposed to do. None of this like breakdown. There was a time where like being the being a man and walking away from your responsibilities, walking away from your kids or your your family or your spouse or your partner or a sick individual, that would get you ostracized and, and just ripped to shreds and it would not be okay in in the general way of looking at things. Now it's more like, oh well, you know, you didn't need him any fucking way, blah, blah, blah. And as a subset of that, without going too far down this particular divergent path, if you don't think you need a man and you don't want a man involved in a child's life, then you don't have any claim to his income to support that child. That's just my personal stance. Um, I am a firm believer it takes two people to make a kid, but it also takes two people to raise one. And if you're in a position where you're having to do it by yourself because you, you got knocked up by a piece of shit or you 
through no fault of your own, the guy died, the guy didn't know and you couldn't find him again, because that does happen. That that's a slightly different scenario, and hopefully you find a decent guy that will, you know, help you deal with that consequence. Or, like I said, if the guy just turns out to be a piece of shit and wants nothing to do with his kids, that sucks. I feel bad for those individual mothers. But the attitude of you can have a kid and not need that other man in there, yeah, that's true. That from a factual standpoint, that is a completely accurate statement. However, if you're going to do the I'm going to have a kid and I don't need no man in my life and I don't, you don't need to be in my child's life, then you don't really need his money either. So if you're going to try and remove that, that source of input, that, that source of influence on the child's development, you really don't have any right to complain about him not wanting to hand you a check for it either. Um, and again, I'm not trying to get going on this complete derailment, but that is one of the facets, I think, to the whole lack of modern masculine role models in children's lives. Because, yeah, sometimes the dad is a piece of shit. He's not a dad. He's just a sperm donor. And sometimes that happens. And sometimes they got to be forced to into their, you know, taking care of their responsibilities. But if they're being forced into that responsibility, the odds are they're not going to really want to be involved in that kid's life. And that sucks for the kid. That's that is a a non-masculine individual not properly stepping up and handling their responsibilities. If you are actively trying to keep that individual out of the child's life, you're foregoing if it's somebody that actually wants to be involved in the kid's life and says, "Well, if that's my kid, I have a right to be involved with them." They're not wrong. You may not be able to get along with the individual. You may not like the individual, but at the end of the day, if they want to actually be involved and be a parent as well, you have no right to say you owe me the money, but you don't get to have any of the parental rights to this child because you're contributing to that lack of a masculine role model. And in particular, the people who tend to do that, um, in my experience, and this is just my two pennies, in my experience, those are the people who honestly will contribute under the terms of, well, he's not here because he isn't shit and blah, 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 blah. Not because that's necessarily the case, but that is how they're going to portray it because they can't get along for the sake of the fucking kid. And that contributes to these kids growing up without a positive male masculine role model to guide any kind of behavior off of. So to a certain extent, the I don't need a man crowd is partly to blame for these assholes that come out as the like, well, I'm the man now and I ain't going to hear nothing from you bitches and da, 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 da. Because I mean, I'm, I'm willing to bet the vast majority of these motherfuckers who think that's what a man is didn't have real men in their lives when they were in their formative years. So you got to think about as soon as you bring a child into the equation, it stops being about you. It stops being about your feelings. It starts being, it's supposed to at least be about that kid. It's not about your convenience. It's not about your going out and having your fun and get, getting your fucking clown on. And we lost that somewhere along the way. We stopped having that be a facet. It stopped being, well, I got knocked up and now I got to put my life on hold because I have this tiny little human I am now responsible for. And it was, here, mom, watch my kid. I got to go out and get my fucking stupid on because these morons somehow decided that's the way life is supposed to work. And as a society, as a culture, we just kind of went, yeah, okay, you do you. Right on. And that's empowerment. And, oh, no, he doesn't need to have any fucking rights. He owes you, and you get what you deserve from him, and you go do you, and you decide how you're going to run that kid's life. But you're not actually going to 
worry about running the kid's life. You're just going to go out and try and enjoy yourself. And anybody who treats a child as a paycheck just pisses. How did this get derailed from Andrew Tate into fucking child support? Um, Yeah, so this is kind of all over the place. But like I said, unfortunately, I think all this stuff does tie together. This lack of a masculine figure in most lives leads to these mouth-breathing, knuckle-dragging fuckheads who think, Oh, this how alpha man act. I big strong man. I beat people ass. I I I teach you be man too. There there's and unfortunately, particularly and and I'm hung up on this guy because he's all been in the news for the last few days and it's all just he even tries to come off like he's cerebral because he keeps getting all these things together and he's there's you know TikTok clips and. Instagram reels and that shows up on Facebook because of the Instagram meta bullshit and all this different stuff where this asshole is a viral social media presence and he gets these like just horrible fucking examples of women who are basically they're they're the kind where it's like the I don't mean no man da 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 but I still want everything that I want. And it's uh, the, they get that very spoiled attitude. And he calls them out on their bullshit, and he comes off to at, at least to, you know, these boys who don't understand any better. Oh, he, you know, he called them out. Oh, he told them, and da-da-da-da-da. Where, because he's spouting off his bullshit to the female version of himself, basically, he comes off looking smarter than he is because he's basically talking to the female version of himself. He's all these stupid, young, vapid, shallow little broads who want to talk about how independent they are and how this and how that and everything they fucking deserve and how they don't need no man and they're just going to do them and they're going to live their best life and blah, 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 blah. But it's all just entitled ridiculous bullshit. And he calls them on it without acknowledging the fact that he's basically, you know, the same attitude with a fucking dick. That's literally the only difference they have. And these young motherfuckers who haven't been raised by solid, hardworking individuals haven't been. I mean, a lot of the kids of this generation who follow and fall for this bullshit are these kids who were raised by grandma and grandpa because mom and dad either weren't together or were out at work or out trying to get their fucking teenage on because they got knocked up too young and didn't fuck a nut up and you know do what they were supposed to do. Because for some reason, we decided that was OK instead of treating it like what it was, which was a fucking problem. And that's why we get to the situation where we're at, where we got this guy shilling his toxic bullshit as his definition of masculinity. And we got people who don't know any fucking better going, yeah, I want to be like him. He got cars and money and, and bitches. And I'm going, I'm going to have cars and money and bitches too. And they don't realize walking around like some misogynistic sack of shit is not going to get you laid by anybody you want to develop a relationship with. You might, you know, emulate the the attitude and the dress and you know go work out so you can get in halfway decent shape so you can get some other shallow superficial piece of shit to be interested in you for a couple nights of rubbing your sweaty parts together but realistically at the end of the day you're not going to develop any deep and meaningful relationships with somebody who's as empty and vapid and invalid as you are and that's the problem that's the the facet of these things that these motherfuckers don't project because they have this very superficial de- definition and very super superficial presentation of what masculinity is without having a more solid core of structure and belief that's actually going to make it into something enduring and worthwhile. And as long as we allow this situation to keep going on, and realistically, it's at a point where there's going to have to be some massive social upheaval. 
I do have a little bit of hope for the future just because I've seen some backlash from the younger generation from some of these like Gen Z motherfuckers. Now, it's not like a massive amount. It's there's still so many of these dumb, entitled, arrogant little bastards out here who think that like basically the same stuff I thought at 22 where I was like, oh, yeah, these old fogies don't know what's going on and we're going to change the fucking world. Then the problem is they are changing the world because they are better connected and more vocally of available to make their voices heard than any generation before them because of the current state of technology in the world. The problem is with that facet, I've said it before, these dumb motherfuckers don't realize they're dumb motherfuckers yet. They don't understand how easy it is for these jaded, cynical old bastards that have been doing this since way before they ever even were a bad idea to handle them and control them and make them do exactly what they want and tweak them around like the little fucking empty headed fuck stains that they are. That, you know, the bread and circuses was aimed directly at controlling assholes like this. And I see a few kids. I, I interact indirectly through various media platforms and directly through my kid and some of his friends with some people that actually make me realize it's not completely lost yet. There's still some decent ones out there. There's some kids that listen. There's some kids that have paid attention. There are some kids out there that actually understand how stupid their own fucking generation are. And I just hope there's enough of them to make a fucking difference. So anyway, again, I apologize for the late uh, dropping of this episode. I appreciate anybody who decided to listen to it. I hope it was worth the wait. But yeah, this Andrew Tate clown and other people like him, like I said, Logan Paul, who's out there trying to act like he's something big and special because he's beating up fucking Burger King drive through attendance or whatever the fuck it is he's doing this weekend. You know, he's out there challenging people that are way past their prime to fights and trying to act like he's a boxer or whatever, whatever the fuck bullshit he's on this week. That's going to somehow get him millions of clicks and millions of dollars because people are still fucking stupid and they just keep feeding into it. But him and this, this Andrew Tate douchebag who, you know, tries to sell himself as, as an alpha male, but really all he is is a buff beta fuck because he doesn't understand what actual masculinity is. He just understands beat him up attitude and, oh, look how manly I am, without realizing he's a fucking douche nozzle. Being a douche and being masculine are not necessarily the same thing. And these fucksticks that don't get it, they're the guys who, you know, they're convinced that the stripper likes him because, oh, she called him cutie. And I must just be that fucking alpha. No, motherfucker. She calls everybody cutie. She calls the fat fucking 375-pound fucking, you know, perma-virgin neckbeard motherfucker that comes in and drops his entire fucking Arby's check every time he gets paid to spend, you know, 25, 30 minutes actually talking to a girl. And he's not very good at it. So he just kind of, hey, hi, I missed you here. And th that guy, he, she's just as into him until his check's gone as she is into you when you come in, start throwing around all the money you got being a fucking massive walking erection. So you're you're not special. You're not alpha. You you are the most basic bitch version of a man that's out there. And realistically, I the fact that some people are still buying into this shit makes me sad. But there is hope for the future. There are still people that get it. There are people out there. There are young men out there that are just worried about handling their business, taking care of themselves, taking care of their families if they got them, taking care of their loved ones, doing the right thing and keeping their head down and just worrying about, you know, worrying about self first and then family next. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. And if you can't take care of anybody else, you turn into these fucking, you know, walking hard on wannabe motherfuckers who, you know, they, they, they make a lot of noise, but they really don't have a lot of substance because 
that's all they have is the show and the flare and the flash. And at the end of the day, they're honestly really just fucking sad. I mean, successful, but fucking sad because their priorities aren't necessarily on things that are going to be long-term merit and worth. It's more this, you know, look at me, look at me, look at me bullshit. But don't look too deep because you're going to find out the substance is fucking lacking. And for now, I guess that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord, come and interact, be a part of the show, buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.